Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sergeant First Class John Valentine. Welcome to the Veterans Be Real podcast. Here's where we try to keep it real and do our best to help all our fellow veterans out there. This podcast will hopefully open our veterans' eyes into the transition and challenges they are facing and give them some guidance along the way. Please subscribe and download our podcast. We look forward to you, your insight, and your loyalty. Thanks for listening. And now here's Veterans Be Real. Cause we are the brave. Yes, we are the brave. We'll fight you in Good afternoon, all my veteran Be Real listeners out there at Sergeant Be Real, and I'm here with Zach Knight. He is an Army reservist. He's going to be talking to us a little bit about his life as an Army reservist, dealing with being that military side of his life and that civilian side of his life, which really should tie into even separating from service because it's kind of like, you know, I don't want to call the reserves a part-time job, but it's kind of like a part-time job, and you still got to manage another side of your life. So Zach should be able to give us a good insight on what it's like to live that type of lifestyle. So let's listen up to Zach. So Zach? The floor is yours, my friend. First and foremost, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. It's always an honor to be featured on another veteran's podcast and love seeing the things you're doing with it. Yep. As you mentioned, I, I'm National Guard. I'm an infantry officer right now. I'm an XO in an infantry company currently. It, it is a part-time job for the most part, except for times of war and times of COVID, where I'm on active duty orders again right now to fight the good fight against COVID. So of that career... I guess the, to rewind a little bit, I actually started as a police officer at 21. I mean, I did it backwards. A lot of veterans go from the military into police officer. I actually was a police officer and transitioned into the military. So I left my police career, joined the military, did a basic to Bullock contract where I went through basic training, OCS and iBullock, which is the infantry officer's course now. Got out of iBullock and during iBullock is actually when I started my businesses. I own four businesses currently between my wife and I. Mm-hmm. And we can delve into those a little bit more. And But I got out of iBullock after starting one of the businesses thinking I'm going to go right into business. And six months later, actually deployed to a combat deployment, deployed on a combat deployment to Afghanistan as an infantry PO. Spent about a year abroad tasked. We were the infantry uplift attached to a couple different Green Beret units, a couple ODAs over there. So we definitely had our hands full on offensive operations about every four days. So even though we're National Guard guys, we definitely got our hands dirty plenty during that time. And um, I got back recently in August of 2019. Nice. So only been back about seven or eight months and back into business ownership and doing our best to grow that side of things. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I, did, a, I did a tour in Afghanistan myself back in the early 2000s. And then that was a long 15, 16 months we did over there. So yeah, I understand that whole... That country is just, it's crazy. That place is crazy. Yeah, it's just, it is. It's a lot different than anything you've ever seen in the world if you've never been deployed anywhere. I'll tell you that much. Very true. Yeah, definitely there. So let's talk about a little bit about how you're managing that National Guard life versus your kind of civilian business life. How's that working out? You know, I would say it, it, it's a struggle, but I have to be honest, I have to give a shout out to the mill spouse community. My wife, who is also a police officer, we met at the police department. She has since left, but during the deployment, she ran my business. I have to give a shout out to her. I say she's not my better half. She's my better three quarter. And she was a full-time police officer, ran 
my business, my security consulting business. She launched our nonprofit and ran that and also finished her master's the entire time I was in Afghanistan. So she was, she's a little hustler. Yeah, you got a hustle for a wife there, brother. (laughs) Man, that's only a a tidbit. Yeah, that's a, that's a monster right there. Good Lord. Yeah. So she definitely keeps me balanced. Right now, she's running the business. Uh, I've been back on orders about a month and a half now. So she's running all four of our businesses currently. And like I said, she's hustling. So without her, I don't think it'd be quite possible finding that fantastic business and life partner. Well, and, that, and that's huge in the military community and even, even in first responder community, just having that strong structure of a family relationship and then having that organizational type of backing of you know, like when we deploy, we all have FRGs and we have our families are taken care of back by our rear D and stuff like that. So there's that concept. But I mean, having a, a spouse who is that kind of your real partner, like your real partner, like my spouse is my partner. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything without it right now. So, I mean, it's just it's she's balancing my life, just like I'm sure your wife's balancing your life. And, and absolutely and that partnership is because I'm like you. I own I, I run three businesses and run a nonprofit myself. And my wife is my assistant here at the nonprofit. She also helps me do other stuff with the biz. Like she's helped me with all kinds of stuff all the time because she's just my go-getter when I need it, when I need it. And I need to make sure it's done right. I know she'll do it. So yeah, I, I can completely can, 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 can definitely link up there as far as that lifestyle, because that's important to have your spouse on board, especially as a soldier, as a veteran, you know, that that's the one constant thing that's been in your life. You know, if you're married and you were married in the military, you're married while you're in the military, you get out. Guess what? The only constant thing you have in your life left now is your spouse because they were with you while you're in. Now they're with you while you're out. So there's there's the one constant you have. So that's that's a good thing if you're if you are married and have a significant other in your life. But yeah, so so let's get a little bit into your businesses and what kind of things you're doing and what we can do to see what we can do some support for you. What, what's going on? Yeah, so I'm based out of Atlanta. My own Night Protection Services, which is a security consulting firm. We focus on physical and cybersecurity consulting, where we design and assist organizations in implementing better security protocols. That's more based on my law enforcement experience, but obviously things we learned in the infantry from risk mitigation and crime mitigation kind of just blended all into the civilian world. Our foundation, which I, if I don't mention the foundation, my wife will put me back in check. Well, I got your wife later because I'll make sure that's all over the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So the foundation is called Surviving to Thriving. It is a long-term support system for domestic violence victims. Right now, we're trying to put together a conference that was supposed to be in September. Uh, we had some good sponsors uh, lined up, and then the COVID kind of put us on on halt for a little while. But, you know, again, that's our passion project. She's a nationally certified women's self-defense instructor. So our lead program through that is women's self-defense. And she teaches women how to unleash their inner badass, where for all my years of SWAT and infantry and all the fun I've done, she will wrap me up like a pretzel before I know it. She's like a little ninja. So yeah, my uh, wife, my wife's like a brown sure. belt and something. I don't know what it is, but she kick my, <laughs> she could drop me to the floor any minute. And I talk smack. I got to remember that she's got that. <laughs> yeah. I don't play that game with my wife. So yeah, I understand Absolutely. that completely. I live Absolutely. in that fear too. So. <laughs> oh, I, live man, that, I live in that little bit of fear, you know, I love her, but I'm like, Ooh, I'm a little nervous. So I get her too angry. Right? I what's going to happen. So yeah. And mine always has a pistol on her and knows how to shoot it. Like, that's the scary thing, right? Yeah. You can only go yeah, so far. Your wife's got even more. <laughs> it's a little bit more in depth on your end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, and then we, we also operate one other business. It's called – I have my own podcast called Tactical Leadership, and I that has spun that. off – yeah, and that spun off uh, Be a Tactical Leader, which is a operations and structure-building business coaching, essentially, where we help entrepreneurs go from day zero – 
to pretty much year one, two, and three where you start getting a profit. So it's more of on the launching side of, uh, I have an MBA, so I focus on uh, more of the structure side of how to, you know, write a business plan, how to get it off the ground, how to have that solid foundation. What I found leaving law enforcement and the transitions in and out of the military, a lot of police officers, a lot of veterans love the entrepreneur life because we have our own structure, we have our own motivation. But what we don't learn in government is how to run business. You, you don't learn how to be a successful business owner. And that's really my target market and why I, I love what you're doing, where you're getting the message out about how to transition into the civilian world because they don't teach you that. You know, FRG is good for what it is, but it's not good for that transition piece. Yeah, we've had a few conversations with some of the, my other guests on the podcast about how the military really is, and, and I hate to say this because I, I, I don't ever look at a day in my career that I ever regret or, or look bad on, but the one thing I feel like the military failed us is they didn't prepare us the way that they trained us. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, they, they brought me to basic, they broke me all the way down to nothing and built me back up. But then right before I get out, whether I, I retired, so I was a little different for me than a lot of guys who just ETS or separate. But the point is they didn't take the time to make sure I was prepared for the next phase of my life, even though I gave 20 years of my life to the army. Mm -hmm. So I know me and a couple of people, I've been talking to a lot of my congressmen and, and my, and my, 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 all the guys around here. This, I even got my Senator on, on speed dial sometimes about, Hey, we need to do something where the, the armed forces have a little bit more of an obligation to prepare soldiers and sailors and whatever Marines or airmen, whatever, before we get out, there needs to be like, if we had to go to basic for eight weeks then there should be an eight week thing that we have to go through before we all get out. So if our ETS date is, you know, one September, then they need to back up eight weeks. And then from that eight week point, they need to be having us in class, educating us on business. Hey, you want to be an entrepreneur? You're just going to get a nine to five job. I mean, kind of find out what we want to do and then help mold us into that opportunity and linking up with businesses like yours that say, look, you can come in and do a, a zoom thing and teach these guys in a classroom environment for an hour every day, you know, whatever. But there, I feel that that's one thing that the military has failed us at. And because I don't like to push things on the VA because the VA is already completely flipping swamped and they can barely handle what they got. So yeah. I think the VA should have to follow up with that later. And they right. kind of do with all the different programs they have for veterans that are disabled. And all. But there wasn't enough emphasis put on, hey, you were a great soldier or sailor or whatever. Now we want to make sure you're going to be a great civilian. So we're going to put you in this eight-week course, just like you did when you came into basic, and we're going to kind of let you loose and not be the soldier anymore and teach you how to be a businessman or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things me and a lot of my other guys, guests talked about was like how we all love what we did in the military. We don't look back and regret anything or what. But, damn, they kind of failed us getting out because – we had to figure this out on our own. Now, a lot of us like you or me, like you're, you're kind of in it still. So you still got and got that backing. But I was just, I had a couple guys on this morning and, and we talked about how just getting your resume the right way, because yeah, they send you to ACAP and you teach it, but they don't really teach you the right way to write the resume. They teach you the format, they, but they don't teach you the right way to word things. And because and, we're all used to using military lingo and military right. terminologies. And that's not going to fit in a, in a civilian right. resume, right? So it's all it's all about that articulation, you know. Right, and I'm sure in your business, that's one of the big things you talk about. It's like, look, your Absolutely. mindset. You, the military mindset's a great mindset to have as far as getting things accomplished. But I was going to use this example too. Like military guys, you know, we'll just bang our head on the wall until we break through the wall. Where as a <laughs> businessman, I still have my military mindset, so I'll bang in the wall and then I go, wait a minute, let me back up and look. Is there a door somewhere? Did I not look? Yep. Because in the military, we just our job is to complete the mission, you no know, regardless the cost. Well, in business, it's not like that. In business, it's like you might hit your head and then go, "Wait a minute, there might be a door over there. There might be a door over here. Let me go look for a door real quick and see if there's another yeah. avenue I can take to make this work instead of just straight ahead." Right. So 
I know for me, I run three businesses in a nonprofit too. So I know that I've had, I've hit my head many times and I'm like, all right, Nick, take a step back and take a breath. Oh, let's reach out to somebody. Call such and such. Call Zach, call whoever. Maybe somebody can help me figure this out. So I think for all of you listening, I think a big part of the civilian change is that your mindset doesn't need to change completely, but it needs to understand and it needs to hone itself to a new skill set. You're no longer a sergeant or a lieutenant or a captain or a, you know, a private or a specialist. You're Mr. Whoever or Mrs. Whoever. Mm-hmm. Work it that way. Network and build relationships. And I, and I talk about that all the time. It's all really, I've learned this too. It's all about relationships. I mean, if you don't go to networking things and find your chamber of commerce and start going to their networking events just to start meeting people in the city you live in or whatever, you start, you're hurting yourself and you're hurting your business because you're not giving yourself an opportunity to grow your portfolio, so to speak, or your Rolodex. So you got more people on that phone to call if you got a problem. So definitely there. So I mean, I, and, and, and this kind of ties in with one, that, one of your businesses that you talked about is like helping them build out on that podcast and helping them understand that. And, and everybody out there listening, all, stu- all Zach's stuff is going to be on the podcast link. So you'll be able to find his stuff later on. Once we release the episode, it'll be, on the, it'll be on our website and on the Facebook and it'll be on the podcast episode link. So you'll have an opportunity to reach out to Zach and his company if you need something. And we'll definitely do that all for it. But yeah, I mean, it's a no brainer. The military doesn't set us up for success on the way out the door. And that's an obvious thing. We all know that because it's just, it's just a business to them too. And they're also just cutting sling load and moving on and getting the next private in to start training them up because they spent what millions of dollars on us in basic AIT, probably our first year or two in the army and they've invested in us. So they probably figured that we'll, we'll figure it out on our own. So I guess that's how they do it. But it's a shame that they don't put a little bit more effort into preparing us to be better civilians because it just looks better on them, in my opinion, anyway, if the veteran that gets out is a better prepared, you know, civilian or citizen to be a better part of community. So that's a big, one of my big kind of things is one of those things. Cause I know I'm on the phone all the time, with my Congressman and my Senator and stuff about, Hey, what can we do about this? Because that's, that's one of the biggest, I think it'll help the suicide rate too. I think it'll help a lot of things because guys, yep. you know, we're in a structured environment in the military, right? We're, we're, we know we got to get up, do PT. We know we got to go to work call at nine o'clock. We know we got, lunch from 1130 to one. We know you got to be back at 1630 for end of day formation, da-da. and then whatever house, but there's structure, there's security. We know our paychecks come in and we know we got medical coverage. We know we got food. That's, we got housing. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that are taken off your plate mentally, but then when you're out, all that falls on you now, because now you got to make sure you can pay your mortgage because there ain't no BAH. You got to make sure you got, you know what I'm saying? So everybody, everything starts falling back in place. So it's a, it's a very, could be a very scary thing getting out. But like Zach said, you're building a business. You got to have those tools, and he's got a company now that he's put out there that it can help you in the first couple of years of your business really get your business launched in a way that can help you. So that's definitely something we need to look at, right? All right. Absolutely. And to piggyback a little bit off what you're saying about that transition piece, from the time I left Afghanistan to the time I was back on my sofa was five days. For the guard and the reservist, you don't have that transition point even even more so. So you have five days to figure that out, and that's where the passion really came from where you said it yourself, you know, your network is so important where your network is your net worth in business. And if you don't know that aspect as you're transitioning, you know, you have your battle buddy right there beside you. You have to have, you know, the confidence and the ability to set your ego aside, reach out if you need that help. And that's what you and I are, are hopefully doing for the audience is, you know, being that resource for them because that's the greatest well, sign yeah. of leadership. And that's the exact reason why I got a guy like you on here because it gives another resource to our guys they reach out to you. They might become a friend. They may become a networking buddy for you that because they might have an expertise in something you don't. But so that's what I tell people all the time. As simple as those seem, if you just go wherever you're stationed, like I'm at Fort Hood, if all soldiers listening here that are on Fort Hood, just go to the clean, you know, the, the, the clean chamber website 
or Facebook page and look to see when they have those networking meetings. Just go to one. It's free food. They feed you. They get a, you walk around, hand out business mm-hmm. cards. You can meet people, shake their hand, talk to them about, hey, I'm getting ready to get out. I'm going to start a business doing this. What do you think? Do you think? You just start a conversation with people. But then, like, like Zach said, you start building relationships. You have their business card now. So now you put that in your phone. And if you got a question one day, and trust me, trust me, this is from experience, guys. People that you meet in those, those, those events, those networking events, they actually love getting calls from you later on down the road mm-hmm. and asking them a question. Because it really brings that relationship back. When they say, hey, because I know I called a friend. I went to a networking thing a couple years ago. And like three or four days later, I called that person and said, hey, I could really use some advice. They're like, oh, hey, John, what can I do for it? And we talked. And then it ended up being like an hour-long conversation. And that person guided me down a path that allowed me to start what I'm doing now. Just because I, he was willing to take that call. So reach out. Build that up. Use guys like Zach and his company that can help you start your business. You just got to find the right niche. And I think that's the biggest thing is just believing in yourself, too, is another big thing. Because the Army sometimes takes that away from you because you don't have to believe in yourself as much when you're around a whole bunch of people that are going to do the same mission, right? So, and plus you got an NCO above you, an officer above him or her that are pushing the product, pushing the mission. So you're, you're good. But when you're out, it's on you. You got to find all those details. You got to find how to run it. You got to, you know, you got to ask quite like, what do I do for taxes for an LLC? Or what do I do for this, for that? You got to ask people. You just got to be able to be able to ask them for that. And I think a company like Zach's that does that type of thing to kind of prepare you is what makes you successful. All right. So Zach, what else? Okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about this uh, nonprofit, the saving and thriving nonprofit, the surviving and thriving. I, I, I love the name, by the way. I think that's amazing. I mean, I work, I'm here in Colleen near Fort Hood. So there's a, mm-hmm. a, a crap ton of soldiers and a crap ton of problems. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, a, it's one of those places I know I work, I work throughout my nonprofit works directly with the women's shelter here, helping them with food and, and stuff for their babies and the diapers and all that kind of stuff, always supplying them that kind of thing. So they have a little bit of outside support with no cost coming to them because what they do is important. You know, I mean, when, when a spousal spouse gets abused and they're around their children and all that stuff, it's really crazy. Wow. That was not cool at all. <laughs> Sorry about that. I thought I had that on airplane mode. I guess I didn't, <laughs> but I, I, I have a lot of, I, I have a lot of heart for people who start nonprofits. I mean, it means a lot to me because they see something in their community that needs to be addressed. They see something that needs to be looked at a little deeper and they need some eyes on it. And a nonprofit is the perfect conduit to bring more visibility to a need in the community. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a beautiful thing for a business owner and a, and a, and a person that has some stance in the, in the community as you do as a police officer, now an officer in the army and your wife as a police officer and then do what she's, I mean, those are amazing things. So let's talk a little bit about that a little bit more and get a little bit more information going about this one. Cause this is really interesting to me. Yeah, so she she runs that full time. We're co-founders and co-chairs at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a board of about nine people right now where we're still growing. We're only about a year old, so still trying to get things rolling with, with it overall. Yeah. Um, she actually has her own podcast called Surviving to Thriving, where she interviews industry experts that can help those that have suffered from domestic violence. But also, if, if there's somebody that has been a victim, she'll bring them on the show. And part of the healing process is actually talking about it. Yep. We're removing that stigma about domestic violence where nobody wants to talk about it because it's such a taboo topic. It's kind of like breast cancer before Susan G. Komen. Nobody wanted to talk about it until she took it and made it a huge organization. And now there's a whole month supporting yeah. breast cancer awareness. And we're hoping to do the same thing for yeah. domestic violence. And that's amazing, man. I, and I applaud you and your wife for that. I think it's, I think it's something that people don't understand that there's an, every community has different needs and all of us, all, every community has this problem. 
mean, that's a problem that's everywhere. I mean, it doesn't go away because people are people and people do stupid stuff, right? So it is what it is, but it's an amazing organization to think about. So everybody out there listening, just give us a name again, Zach. Surviving to Thriving. So Surviving to Thriving. So check out that. That'll be on the, on the podcast link. It'll be on our website. It'll be on our Facebook page later once we get the episode established. Check it out. Go like their Facebook page and share it and get it out and get in touch with people who might be in need. He's in the Atlanta area. So if you're out in Georgia somewhere in Fort Benning, one of those bases that's in, in Georgia, you know, reach out. If you've had an issue, had an incident, see what they can do to help you. Or if you just want to talk to them about something, you know, get out, reach out to them, see if you can support them a little bit, help them out, help them raise some funds. I mean, they're just starting off. They're a fledgling nonprofit, so they need as much support as they can get. The more likes they get on Facebook and the more interest they get on their website, the more they can drive money back to their nonprofit because they can show that they have some audiences and stuff. So help them out. Let's get some likes on their Facebook page and make them relevant so that they feel more relevant and they got that those likes up and they got people actually listening and seeing what they're doing, all right? So let's do our best to try to support these two fine young Americans who are doing a great thing for their community. All right, Zach, I know this wasn't super long. Not all these podcasts are, so that's okay. But I think we got a lot of good information out. So I would like to give you a few more minutes to just kind of really go, let's briefly go back over all your business links and points to see what us as veterans and, and military can do to support your efforts in your community with your business. So if there's something we can do, whether it's go to your Facebook page and like it, go check out your website and share it, whatever we can do, just let us know what we think we can do for you, Zach. Yeah, the big things, especially the easiest way to contact my wife or I either, we're, we've kind of gotten it all concentric where for my security consulting firm, it's at Night Pro LLC across all social media. Right. For the business consulting, operational consulting business of Be a Tactical Leader, it's at Be a Tactical Leader all across. And then for the nonprofit, it's at Two Thriving ATL. And we're working on starting a second location out in Las Vegas, actually. So hopefully we'll be a little bit more national here in the next year or so. But you can reach out on either any of those across any social media platform, find us, reach out to us, let us know how we can help. That's amazing, Zach. And listen, again, all those links will be on the podcast link. They'll be on our website and our social media too, to let you guys know where they're at. So check them out, give them some support because listen, as little thing as just liking their page, really, you guys don't understand. I've been running a nonprofit for six years now and I'm telling you right now, that gives you some meat when you go talk to investors or supporters or sponsors. Absolutely. Say, Look, you, I can get this out, your information, your company out to a lot of people to help raise money for you, you know, make money for you, but raise money for us by you sponsoring this event. So it just gives them more credibility, guys, and more likes they have. So just by helping out and liking their page and giving them the shout out, just saying, hey, good, and then share that page link and say, hey, guys. You know, go out and share this out. These guys are veteran. This is a veteran-owned business. It's a, it's a, it's a police, a first responder-owned business. On those kind of things. So let's do our best to make sure that this organization gets what it needs. And then, if you need assistance with either security conference or consulting, or you need it for some business stuff, Zach's a guy. You can reach out for either one. So if you got a company that needs security upgrades or whatever, call Zach. If you got, an, if you're a new new entrepreneur getting ready to start a business and you need some help getting it started. Call Zach. Simple, right? So check it out. Look into it. Zach, thank you so much, my man, for being on the show. We really appreciate you. We give my best to your wife and make sure she knows she's doing an amazing job and we're proud of her and we absolute what she's doing and we appreciate her. And if that's it, man, so one more shout out. It's Zach Knight, all right? Security consulting, business, tactical business leadership, and surviving and thriving. So listen up, guys. Get on those pages and give him some support. He needs it, all right? Because it's just going to help them to survive or become more of what they're trying to become to make us stronger in their community, all right? So help them out, and we'll be back soon, all right? We'll talk to you guys soon. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Hope you all got something out of this podcast today. Please tell a battle buddy about us and stay tuned for our upcoming podcast. 
Don't forget to visit our website at www.veteransbereal.com. Support us, because we got your back. Till next time, everyone, I'm out of here. Oh,